I'm Adam Hergenrother. This is Business Meets Spirituality, where we believe in personal growth through business success. I am joined today by a special guest, Caitlin. Welcome. Thank you. Super excited to have you here today. And you just raised a great question. So I'm going to let you kind of jumpstart this one. Okay. Well, you asked me if I had one mm-hmm. question to ask for this podcast, what would it be? And I, I said, how do you figure out your purpose? <laughs> Same thing as like your big why, your purpose here. I think a lot of people feel that they need to live up to a purpose. Is that where the question originates from? Um, yes, but I feel like there's why is kind of the why you're doing things. The purpose is the actual thing that you're doing and fulfilling. So why to me feels more like motivation. Purpose feels like what do I actually do in the world all the time. And this is a weird question to be asking you because um, I feel like it's a question that I've constantly been thinking about, you know, over the whole course of my life starting, you know, you start in school, like, what are you going to be when you grow up or, you know, as a young kid? And then so it's this constant question that just shows up over and over and over again. And so here I am, like as the marketing director of our mm-hmm. company, which I love doing and I love the work and everything that we're doing. And I didn't think to myself when I was a young child, I want to grow up to be a marketing director, you know? So I wonder, um, is the purpose tied to a role or is it tied to the work that you do within the role? Um, is it, is it a job? Is it a way of being? Like, I just have all these questions <laughs> about love purpose. It. Well, does the, if I gave you the answer, is it going to make you feel better? Yes. That's why I'm asking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's the answer going to do? Um, the answer would bring clarity. Don't you already have clarity? On good days. Yes. And what is that clarity? Um, the clarity is, feels like a knowing. So I did just read Untamed by Glenn Doyle, which was amazing by the way. So, um, that, that word is coming up a lot for me, um, knowing, but a knowing, Clarity to me feels like knowing where it's coming from um, my being rather than my mind, if that makes sense. Yeah. So let me kind of drill in a little bit more. Like when I hear, when I think about um, like personality and behavior assessments, right? Like an Enneagram or we use a KPA or the DISC profile, different things. There's really those kind of point directions to um, the behavior or the nature of the form that you're in. Is that correct? Right. So is the question is the purpose of my form or is it the purpose of you? Um, the purpose, I mean, I think I'm thinking about it as the purpose of me, which is what, what is me? Me is the idea that I've created about myself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the, it's the me, the idea that I started creating myself about myself at a very young age and am constantly adding to creating more of <laughs> Yeah. I mean, and thank you for your vulnerability with that. I mean, the thing is, is the image that we create is always ongoing. As we get older, we grab different collages from different magazines, different things we add to it. And the reason why people struggle with purpose is because the self-image is never constant. The self-image is always moving. And when it's always moving, it's always a moving target. How do you hit a moving target? That's why your entire life you've been searching for it that way. In their entire life, most people search it for that way, which they're searching for a purpose that has no answer, which is why I asked you the question in the beginning, if I gave you the answer, what would it do? And you're just saying, I'm looking for clarity. I'm looking for a roadmap to tell me so I can go live that. Well, that's again, just another collage 
if I give you an answer, it's just you're ingesting my answer because it's safe because somebody told you. So is there no purpose? You, I, you tell me. So I guess there's, I guess no, but the, I'm going to go to my mind on this one and respond with yeah, something. Absolutely. There's no right or wrong about. here. So recently I was thinking about this question and it kind of dawned on me that purpose is in what way that I show up and serve whatever I mm-hmm. am doing. So it's not necessarily about job, title, role, function. Mm-hmm. It's about a way of being and yes. showing up. And so when I, I guess, feel more clarity around this, the work that is my purpose isn't anything that I'm going to find in a manual book, college degree, anything like that. The work is actually the working on myself to be what I can be in the moment rather than looking for a title or label to smack on my purpose. Yeah. You just kind of put that together, which is great. You know, the, there's a, there's a lighter, there's a, purpose that we have with our self image, which is a constant, as we just talked about, it's constantly moving, which is why people struggle with their, you know, with their why or their purpose, you know, kind of the actions to it. There's nothing wrong with any of that, by the way, not, we're not talking about it negatively. Um, it's, you know, when you're, when you have a self image, it, you know, the self image needs purpose <laughs> and that's the, that's the purpose of the self image or the, you want to make it better. And so if you have a self image, you might as well make it better. <laughs> And if you're living in a self-image, you might as well make it the best self-image that you possibly can. And that's a phase we either, we all start off on and some of us graduate from there and some of us don't. It doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It's just, you're just at different stages. And so once you, once you recognize that there's a purpose for your self-image and then there is, as you said, there is you who's behind the self-image and that purpose is, is ultimately to experience itself, experiencing itself. So the, what you do in the form world is just a byproduct of this natural expression of life. If life is really, if, if we just became aligned with life, our purpose would show up through life. And to walk through this a little bit more, if life is always the lead, if there's a dance in life and life is always leading, then it's always showing us the purpose. It's when we get, and there is a purpose there and life will give you if you're in tune with it, exactly what your purpose needs to be. And it'll show you what that purpose is. And it'll feel real, not false. The reason why so many people struggle with that, even if they're honest with themselves, they're like the people can instantly rattle off words that make sense into the big why or the purpose. But then I just watch people and you, it's not, they're not really doing that. They're saying it and I get it because to them it's not real because their self image is not real. And so therefore the purpose around self-image is not real. And it's always cracked. And so you're always just trying to spend energy to maintain this, to have the purpose for your self-image. It's like, you're, you're not going to ever fulfill that. That's why there's that itch or that yearning for the truth. And the truth is that life is manifested through you and will give you this purpose to go out and do that. And if you always ask life what that purpose is, if you're always being in alignment with that. It'll show up. The difference though is that it may not show up in the way you think you want it to show up. It may not show up as the self image that you've created. In fact, it may be completely different than that. And that becomes the challenge where we see where we have this self image and we go, well, really, I I feel like life's guiding me this way. And it doesn't talk to us in words. Actually, when Hugh Jackman did his interview with Tim Ferriss, I thought it was an amazing interview. He said, I think I forget the conversation came up. Maybe remember he said, the question that I always, I always ask myself is, am I living my purpose? 
And he didn't say like the sense of self living it. He always wanted to make sure that he knows is, am I living the purpose that God has given me or life, whatever word makes sense to you. And that's ultimately what we're referring to is, are you in alignment with life? The only way you get in alignment with life is to get out of the self image. When you're out of the self image, life will guide you in, in it's what Michael Singer talks about when he wrote the surrender experiment. It's you're no longer listening to the mind to guide you because that is just a collection of thoughts and images around a purpose. It's not really a purpose. And that's why it doesn't feel like a real purpose. That's why you can even say it. But even as you say it, it doesn't resonate with you because it's just fake because it's just words. The same thing as your self image. But when you're in alignment with life, there's not a question of purpose because you're living the purpose because life is guiding you and holding your hand to do that. So what does that really mean? And not just in a philosophical way, it's meaning that every moment you're, you're working inwardly, you're working on yourself to get out of the uh, dependence of the self image and life starts showing up. And I like to explain it to people where people can have insights or aha moments or click moments, whatever you want to refer to it. Right. When you like, you're like, Oh, I get it. Right. It's like that visual contact with the moment and you're like, Oh, I get it. And people may have these maybe once or twice a year, right? Maybe once a quarter. And the only reason why they don't have them more frequently is because they're listening to their mind. If you actually get out of your mind and start moving away from that, these actually guide your entire life. And there's never really a question about what you should be doing because it's so clear to you. Then your purpose shows up because there's a purpose for all of us, right? That we're guiding us through. But most of the people, the purpose that people refer to is the purpose that they've created and the purpose around their self image, which is why that purpose is never fulfilling. And ultimately when it's never fulfilling, that's when people need more purpose <laughs> and they go start a foundation they put their name on a building and they go get bigger businesses because that purpose is never satisfied. So it's really unpacking the word. So there's two types of the purpose, the purpose of the purpose of the self image, which is a never ending goal. That's you may hit the goal and then five minutes later you wake up and the goal is now extended again. Right. And that's why you're always seeking in that world. You're always seeking for a purpose. You're seeking for gain. It's like when you, when you're looking for pleasure through gain, there will always be suffering. And that's ultimately because that keeps moving because the only way the egoic consciousness, which is your sense of self, which is your self image or your self concept that we've so perfectly put together, right? It's so perfectly. It's like when you look in them, that's why sometimes you look in the mirror and it looks good and you're like, Oh, I like that. You ever notice you do that? Or sometimes you look in the mirror like, I don't really like that. You're what you're doing is you're comparing what you're seeing to your self image. That's the only reason why you'd say that. Does a tree look at another tree and go, I got to tell you, buddy, <laughs> you're not looking good over there. No, we're only doing that because we have this, you don't actually, I, I taught this yesterday and one of, I got an email back from somebody that said, you know, when you first said 95% of your energy is spent on maintaining your self image, I said, yeah, not for this guy. And he goes, then I realized as I was saying it, that is my self image saying that. And he goes, it broke me. And he's like, now I know how to fix me. <laughs> but he's like, in that moment, I realized that holy mackerel, like that is exactly what he's talking about. That is the fact of like what I just said was reinforcing that image. It's the thought reinforcing the thought pattern. <laughs> and so the purpose of, of you will be in alignment with life the minute you get outside of your mind. So does purpose not have one like neat box that it can fit into? Because I feel like, you know, people throw around purpose these days so much. Like my purpose is X, Y, and Z, and it's become part of like a 
personal branding strategy for everybody, you know, like this is my purpose. So can you even describe your real purpose? Is that, or is it something that can only be experienced? Well, I think even describing it is still thought. You describe anything, like describe water versus drinking water, right? There's a big difference. You can describe water to somebody who's thirsty, but it doesn't quench their thirst. So describing a purpose is great and it's got a context and it's got a use for it. There's nothing wrong with it. But if you're not living that purpose and you're describing it, you're constantly living in the described motion of it. You're constantly living in the thought of the description of the purpose, which you're not actually living the purpose. The only way to live the purpose, when you're living the purpose, you don't ask the question, am I living purpose? It's like I heard, um, I don't remember who it was, maybe Ramana Maharshi, somebody said, when um, I don't even see, I don't consider myself serving because it's not serving, it's just showing up and helping life. And so it's not even like, I don't even label it serving or purpose because I'm just in this life is showing me what to do. Is it really purpose? Is it really serving? Yeah. We can label that for context purposes and it helps, right? There's language that gives it to us. The problem with language is it separates. And so when there's separation of I'm purpose, I need a purpose. You're now separating yourself from the purpose instead of realizing life, th this is all one. There's you and there's you interacting with life which is the purpose because if life's interacting life, you're guiding to life and life's giving you the experiences, then that's the, that's the experience you need to have. And that ultimately becomes your purpose. That may be a spiritual teacher. That may be a business owner. That may be marketing director. That may be a teacher. That may be a bus driver. That may be anybody, right? But just life has this, and, and we all have different natures as we come in there. That's the behavior side of it. We all have a different behavior and that behavior takes is life has taken a different form through that behavior. And that's fine. That's awesome. We all, some of us are, you know, and some people like to be out in people. Some people love to be by themselves. Some people are in the middle of that, right? Some people love to be analytical. Some people love to be visionaries, right? And so life is taking this form to experience what all the vast array of experiences are. And if you're living in alignment with life, that is a purpose instead of you trying to create a purpose around your self-image and then trying to fulfill that self-image in your mind with that purpose. It's a never ending. You're never going to, you're just constantly seeking. So for people like me who seek or have a long history of seeking purpose, um, I would read like say your story, which is on one of our pages of the website, which is says about how actually did we even, I think this actually might've been in the founder and force multiplier, the story about how your mom had a worksheet that mm -hmm. said that you wanted to be a business owner from yeah. like a very, very young age. Yeah. And then even then you had her do the homework and said that you had <laughs> understood leverage yeah. at a very young age. Yeah. So to someone who is seeking a purpose, that sounds like, oh, that person was born with a purpose. They know what they're doing. They've fulfilled their purpose. They are fulfilling their purpose. And so it's almost like this trigger or something to say like, okay, now I've really got to find my purpose. What is it? Like this person knew it since they were eight. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> so what is that? Is that purpose? Is that story? Like what is, what is it in relation to the conversation that we're having? Yeah. I mean, I think first of all, the story that was created from listening to that is I need my purpose, which there's no difference between me and anybody else or you and anybody else. There's nothing. There's no difference at all. Some of us have deeper truths and some of us can see things and, and we all have different natures. I just look at that as more of like your, your nature, right? It's like your natural behavioral style of what it is of the form that you've taken. And to me, how you play in that in the world that we're playing in now, which is different than the world 300 years ago, right? Is you can play that out in business. And that just became a natural draw to me is through business for whatever reason. 
in the beginning, I think at that age when there, I probably didn't have so much of a self-concept. So it was very clear that like, Hey, business is this cool thing. Or maybe I did, I don't know. I couldn't tell what I had back then. Um, and, and it just became this ability to, to utilize life just said, go through this and you just kind of follow the path that life is. Now I, I, I consider that, I guess, more nature than I do purpose um, of just, it's just a behavioral style or nature of an individual. We all have different natures. We talk fast, some talk slow, some, some have red hair, some have brown hair. Like we didn't say, Oh, your, your purpose is because you have brown hair, right? Like it's just, it's just part of it. So when you, when you uncover that and you don't put so much stock into all of that, you then just get back to the essence of life's in charge. I'm not. And that's what people don't want to give up. Most people don't want to give up the fact that because the minute you give up your self image, you realize that you don't know nothing and you're not in charge of anything, which you are, you already are <laughs> meaning you don't in charge of anything. You just have this illusion that you're in charge of something because that's why you create a self image. If you have a self image, you can always be in charge of the self image because nobody can attack that. That's why when somebody attacks it, it feels like you're being personally attacked because you've created this little perfect little collage of things inside your head that nobody can attack. <laughs> but then once somebody attacks it, you feel personally attacked from it. And you feel personally attacked from that because of this image that you're upholding and you think that's you, but it's not, that's just thought. That's just a pattern. That's just a, an image, right? And you don't deny those experiences are there, but it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. And to a certain extent, purpose has really nothing to do with any of this self-concept that has everything to do with life and life, whether we call it and we're on, depending on how you define purpose for me, it's just, once you become alignment with there, it's not really serving. It's not really a purpose. You're just in alignment with life. The word purpose came up so that people could a talk about it. But then also I think a lot of it came up because people wanted to go, well, that person has a purpose and I don't. And so now we're throwing around purpose a lot because people need something to grasp onto. It's like, I need that purpose. Well, why? That's why in the beginning, if I gave you the answer, the purpose would actually change the way you feel. Just because you have the clarity would actually make you direction because you know what? I could give you all the answers or somebody could give you the answer and write it down on a piece of paper and it could show up. But two weeks later, it would go away because it's already happened to you many times, right? Mm -hmm. It would go away and then you would be searching again because it's, then you would put another image in your collage and then you would search for that purpose. So instead you just say, I'm not going to buy into that. I'm not going to buy into the self-concept. And I'm going to be in alignment. And so therefore I'm not going to fight life. It doesn't mean you have to stay in a position. It doesn't mean you have to stay in a role or, or not build a business. Nothing to do with that. But that's the point it has nothing to do with it. Life will be in once you surrender. That's the whole point of the surrender experiment. You surrender to life. Life actually opens up in this beautiful way. We're no longer suffering when things don't go your way through gain. I, of course, when things go well, course you're going to feel good. It's like, I, it's like, you know, people are like, I don't really, I don't really need anything. I'm feeling great all the time. I said, yeah, while well, you're doing well. And then I see them three months later and they're coming to me with a problem. And I just want to remind them of, Hey, three months ago, you were in this false illusion that everything was perfectly imagined. Great. Because everything was going well. Of course, when things are going well, you're going to feel great. It's when things don't go well, right? How do you deal with that? Because really what you've done is, and this is the same thing, even when we've taken on a role of your purpose of a mother or a purpose of a father, we take, yes, we play these roles. We play the roles of business leader. We play a role as a mother or a father. They're important roles. They're incredible roles. So you get so much, you can get a ton of fulfillment playing that role. That's awesome. But the minute you've made that your purpose, if you've made that your purpose and your child goes away, you're now suffering. And so you just, 
you back that out and say, this is a role. And you just know that this is a play. And so when you, when you get back to it, you realize that it's, I'm playing a role, but you recognize that you're playing a role. You know, I was thinking about a run today of how to explain this. Cause I was, I've been writing for a book and it's like, you ever see, like, if you ever played like charades or like that game where you pull out like a card and it says, you have to try to act out. I think that's charades. Like you act out something of what it is and people have to guess what you are. Yeah. It's like when you're playing that game, there's a lightness to it. Isn't there? It's like somebody's acting like a beaver and you're like, Oh my God, look at their beaver. It's the same way of life is we've just taken it so serious. It's like, if we, what if everyone had that same lightness to the roles they played, then nobody would identify with the role and they'd be in harmony with life, which is ultimately your purpose, which is to be in harmony with everything. But it's these roles that we play and we take them so serious because we've created a concept around the role, which is now interconnected. And that's where we're spending all of our energy. 95%, 99% of your energy every day is going to you holding up this cap, this structure, this man-made built, you know, uh, wood platform that's holding it up. And what you realize one day is when that actually comes down, that's when you, it's like a lightning bolt. It goes off and you go, wow. It's like you've been... Sp- two hamsters kind of running on a, on a wheel. Right. And one of them finally, you've been running on it for years. One of them finally gets off and the other one's still spinning. Right. And it's going, dude, you're not going to get there. You're not going to get there. You're, you're, I'm, I'm still running. You're going to miss it. And you're going, you're looking at the guy going, dude, you're spinning in a circle. You're not going anywhere. I'm getting off this thing. And he's still going, but you're not going to get there. Right. And just keep spinning. That's when you, when you get off it, you look back and you go, I can't believe I was even on that. And then you try to use words like we're doing now to try to get people to realize that. But that's the most difficult part. If they're on that wheel, this may go, this makes no sense. Like, of course, I'm, of course, because they're so addicted to self-concept that it's so foreign to them to think to get off the wheel. And you, that's why you typically see when people hit great depression, when they just get really tired or they somehow have some grace of awakening, something happens and it cracks. And when it cracks, that's when you go, it's slowed down, slow, slowed down enough on this wheel analogy that you're able to actually step off for even just a moment. And the minute, the moment you step off, you realize you may have stepped back on instantly, but you quickly realize the reality. You quickly realized your purpose, which has nothing to do with you spinning on the wheel and changing the wheel. It has everything to do with you being aligned with life. It's funny as you were talking or what came to mind was what I wanted to be when, a, when I was a child. And two of the things that I wanted to be were a nun and an astronaut neither of which are ever going to happen <laughs> now, you know, I mean, I guess I should never say never, yeah. but chances are slim to none. Yes. But I kind of feel like that's what we're doing here. I mean, there's introspection and like talking about like, what is, what is beyond just what we're witnessing in front of us. And so when you talk about behavioral traits, I'm like, Oh, I'm actually am doing my behavioral traits. Yeah. Um, and the nun <laughs> astronaut and marketing director are just, <laughs> are just labels labels. That's exactly it. Remember it's only your mind that tells you not you're living your purpose. Remember that. Oh, that's good. It's only your mind. It's only your mind telling you you're not because remember the mind, the egoic consciousness, which is just a state of the mind only can live in some sort of gain, some sort of seeking measure or in some sort of conflict. And it always has to bring conflict or any of those to the present moment. That's the only way it can survive. So when it's feeling low in energy, it'll creep in and go, you're not living your purpose. And then you go, oh yeah, you're right. And you get attached to it. And it just, and then that you just start, then you just start playing that role. Cause it goes oh, phew, she's back now. <laughs> That's why the hardest part of getting out of off the wheels, like this, there's this great pull to be on it. And it's so painful. 
And it's like you put your attention on one thing for a week, two weeks, 30 days, whatever. Then you can like kind of check that area off. And then immediately there's another problem that comes up that needs to be solved, you know? So it's yeah. like, it's something, if it's not your purpose, it's something with your family. It's something with this, something with that. Like, it's just like, it's constantly looking for that next thing. Like, well, now I can really dive in and focus on that. Yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. right. You know, and when I first heard maybe 10, 11 years ago, and I first heard it really like either from Tony Robbins or Michael Singer or some of those original, like kind of people that I followed, I think Michael even said, you know, Leon, he goes, you know, there's, there's work and business and all these things that has nothing to do with you. And I was like, what is that even? That's ridiculous. This guy's like law. And then I just, the more and more you understand it. And that's why I understand it. People are listening going, well, I don't really, that doesn't understand it. You don't need to make it. Don't try to understand it. Just inquiry. Just, ex- just ask yourself, like, is this working? <laughs> and I don't mean rel. And like, the thing is, is people can get it relatively. Okay. Like, that's the thing. You can get financial freedom. You can get time freedom. You can get you know, your thoughts are relatively okay based on your image. And you can just create that relatively, and you can live your life relatively. Okay. The problem with that is that you're just living still a self image. It's just not even a problem. It's the wrong word to use. It's just, it's a state of consciousness, right? It's just, it's there. And, and there's beyond that. And the reality is if you talk to those people who have hundreds of millions of dollars or, you know, all the freedom and time they are, they're actually really not that happy. Most of them aren't because they've, they've fulfilled their self image, but now they have to get, you know, a foundation or a bigger wing in their name on another hospital or create something new to add more, even more value because somebody else added more value. And they play this game instead of realizing what you do in the world. Here's bring it back, I always bring it back to this. Who gave you your behavior traits? Did you create them? No. Did your parents go in the back room and like write it out and say, Caitlin's going to be this? No. Life gave them to you. So life already knows exactly how you behave. It's fine if you want to know it and it helps you put in alignment with it. But just like life created your heart and your brain and your eyes, it created your behavioral traits too. It already knows what its purpose is for you. It just does. And so then stop creating it with the self image and actually living life, which is actually living a purpose in that context because it already knows what to do with you. It just does. That's what I say. I always go back to life is a dance and she's in the lead. She always will lead. And if you just follow that, you'll never be taken off of that. And that's, that's the life. And again, the thing that people need to realize is that it may not be exactly what their self image is though. It may not be that. And so you got to be willing to, to die before you die. And that's what Jesus Christ was referring to is that in order to find that my father and I are one, you have to die before you die. Which means you have to kill the self-image that you've created in order to truly understand who that you're everything. And then it shows up. Hey everybody, thanks for listening today. Really appreciate it. I want to let you know that we are going to be hosting virtually career visioning. Now career visioning is a proven system for hiring talent to get the highest probability when you make the hire. Unless you're willing to go live with somebody for like three or four years, you don't always know how they're gonna act when you show up into the business world. But career visioning is a system that we can take people through that gives you models, tools, and uh, a framework for how to actually have the highest probability to make the best hire for the position that you have. So if you're interested in with us for this, it's happening October 20th, 21st, and 22nd. From 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., it's only $99. Go to adamhergenrother.com 
slash webinars to sign up. We look forward to seeing you then.